Now, of course, I've said Oklahoma State is going to have a top 25 recruiting class. The reason being is because Landon Cleveland says so. You are locked on Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen. Here on Locked On Oklahoma State, we're available on all of your podcasting platforms as well as visually on YouTube. You can find me personally on Twitter at AllDayOState. So today we're brought to you by Bird Dogs, which we all know is the bee's knees of all clothing brands out there. If you're looking for relaxed fit, comfort and you can do a little bit of everything bird dogs is the brand that you need to be rocking today so if you notice here we're doing a little bit of a different format figure we go live this time it'll be a regular type of sh- show format but uh yeah if we get some interaction here obviously we can help extend the olive branch here and answer some questions if not we'll continue to rock and roll if you see we've got here the little uh, bullet points right the first thing we got to talk about is landon cleveland And yes, we've talked about him before, but yesterday an interesting question was posed to me. And that question was, you're very high on Landon Cleveland. You're very high on his ability to help get guys to Stillwater. What do you think about the idea of him visiting Texas? And at first I was like, you know, it's not a big deal at all, right? Because... Uh, it, it, it doesn't seem to me like he'd be so adamant on bringing guys with him to Stillwater if he had any reservations about coming to Stillwater. But again, anytime Texas is involved with the money that they have, it is always a little bit concerning, right? Even if it's only slightly concerning, nonetheless, it's still it's still a concern. So I'd be lying if I said that it didn't bother me a little bit that he was going to go to money bags you to take a tour and do all that fun jazz. Well, rest assured, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to worry about it because Landon Cleveland came out and said, Hey, by the way, I'm canceling my official visit to Texas because I don't need to go there anymore because I'm sold on Stillwater. So it does feel good to know that that is the case instead of just assuming, right? Well, why would he be bringing all of these people with him? If he had any reservations, it's good to know now that those reservations are kind of out of the window. Because if anybody's willing to throw a massive bag of cash at somebody to get to get them to potentially change their mind, it's going to be Texas or Texas A&M. So this is a really, really, really good sign for Oklahoma State. But not only just because, yeah, it keeps a really good defensive player in the fold. But if you haven't seen the clip that David Cabongo and Landon Cleveland posted up on their Twitter of them working out together. It is ridiculous. Mike Gundy has talked about how Oklahoma State typically has a propensity to get guys that don't get committable offers from Texas University. He brings it up quite often. When we play Texas, right, it always means a little bit more to us because a lot of these guys 
didn't get offers from Texas. So they feel a little bit scorned, right? A little bit, a little bit burned when they play Texas. And it means a little bit more to them. Well, these are two gentlemen that both had the opportunity to go to Texas. And both of them decided, nah, I'm good. Both of them pulled a Kendall Daniels and said, you know what? Actually, I know I can accomplish what I need to accomplish in Stillwater, America. Why go elsewhere? So I think this, this sheds a little bit more light on the situation that we have in recruiting right now. Yes, we should be a top 25 recruiting class by all of the analytical metrics that they go by. We should be. We always should be. I don't have any massive disillusionment in thinking that Oklahoma State should be a top 10 recruiting school every year, even top 15. Just because we're a top 10 team over the last you know 10, 12 years doesn't automatically mean we get those classes. I'm okay with that. Because the development now has become more important, just like the evaluation process for high school kids has also become much more important. We know the transfer market, NIL, all that. It is going to play a factor in this. What factor? We don't know yet. But you are already seeing some of the writings on the wall. And those writings are the high school kids are the ones that are going to get screwed here. Oh, a decent amount of them. A decent amount of guys that used to get a certain amount of you know street cred aren't going to get that, which is great for places like Oklahoma State. I had the uh, Sons of UCF on with us yesterday. And I, I do think that UCF is another place that can benefit from that because they have to put in the time in evaluation to get the guys that they want. Are they used to having an OU come in at the end of the season and kind of swoop some guys from under them because they were too lazy to do the evaluations themselves? Or they thought that maybe the kid was never going to be good enough for that particular university, and then they decided after Oklahoma State made an offer or after UCF made an offer that, oh, crap, we didn't get this guy. So now we got to go steal that guy. That used to be a problem. I don't think it's going to be much of a problem anymore. And this is a very, very, very good, refreshing reason as to why. How many times, right? And you can comment, obviously, like, share, all that fun jazz too. But legitimately, comment down below the last time that you can recall that Oklahoma State had legitimate Texas-level guys that chose not to even go visit. Yeah, we've landed some guys over Texas. We have. But even those guys had already been to a visit or at least planned to go on a visit. I don't think this is a you know old-school Gundy or if they go on a visit after committing, we don't want them anyways type of thing. I, I definitely don't think that, which is why this is even more reassuring. This is not a run-of-the-mill random decision that Landon Cleveland made. This is, again, a business decision. And positive business decisions grow legs. Positive business moves make people more interested in what? The business that you have. The business that you are operating within. And as I said uh, yesterday, I, to me, this is business. And right now, business looks kind of good. You know what else looks kind of good? Is bird dogs. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's the, the, the clothing brand that you can do literally anything in, right? Swim, walk, work, fight, run, jog, sleep, wake up, do it again. Doesn't matter. And comfort to me is, it's at a different level, all right? 
you see this little fun thing behind me. I got to lug it around at times. So when I'm looking at, at clothing, comfort is my number one. If I look cool, that's a plus. Bird Dogs does all of that. You can wear these on the golf course. You can wear them to baseball tournaments because uh, I, they've been getting more to a lot of baseball tournaments, ladies and gentlemen. I can tell you that. And you don't want to take them off. Like, sometimes you know something's good when somebody's willing to back their product to a certain degree. Bird Dogs is that company. Bird Dogs sent us clothing and said, we don't necessarily need you to say anything. We just want you to talk about what you think. And again, I've spent countless amounts of money on athletic shorts. I've spent countless amounts of dollar-dollar bills at Dick's and Shields getting obsessed, right, with finding the perfect type of, of shorts to take on the golf course that I can also wear on a regular basis. I finally found them. It took most of my life. Okay, that's fine. That's on me. That's on me for not doing my research. But that's why uh, I'm giving you the bird dogs pitch right now. So I've already done the research. Now you can do the research and you can get yourself hooked up. Because right now when you go to birddogs.com slash locked on college, locked on college being all one word, you get a free Eddie style tumbler with the bird dogs logos with your next bird dogs purchase. And again, hit me up and let me know uh, what you ordered and how flipping phantasmic that you think it fits and feels because the, the feedback, it's amazing. I have a lot of fun with it. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on college to get yourself that free Yeti style tumbler that comes with your next purchase today. All right. So now we'll move on. So you saw it. It's up there. The Heisman quarterback in Stillwater. Is there one on the roster right now? Is there a quarterback that will win Heisman at Oklahoma State on the roster right now? No. We've had really only one get, get really, really close, and that was Brandon Whedon. And, you know, if the Iowa State debacle doesn't happen, this is probably a different conversation. Instead of, do we have a Heisman quarterback on campus right now? It is, do we have another? But it is what it is. And Brandon Whedon is still easily top three, top two, probably greatest quarterbacks in the history of Oklahoma State University. He's definitely top two. It's Mason Rudolph, Brandon Whedon, right? You want to flip-flop them? Fine with that. And then if you want to have a debate between Mike Gundy and, and maybe Spencer Sanders, I'm okay with that. I mean, Mike Gundy himself said that he's arguably the best quarterback ever at Oklahoma State, okay? Now, I, I, I don't buy that, but I guess he probably could have been, right? Another year in the system, another year in the stat books. I could see it. And then when I say no, I think some of it is, I don't know, I, I, think, I think bias does play a little bit of a factor here. I mean, let's face it, to win the Heisman at somewhere like Oklahoma State University, you got to do something pretty, uh, I don't know, pretty outside of the norm, Right? You got to do something that, that definitely sets yourself apart from uh, most everybody else. And although Alan Bowman seems to be the guy, although Alan Bowman does have a little bit of Spencer Sanders in him where he will do phenomenal things and then some very head-scratching turnovers, 
there is a maturation process here that is taking place in the body by glass, the preparation for fall, all of that. And it doesn't always get taken into consideration as much as it should. But I do believe that Alan Bowman will have a fantastic year. Having a good running game, yeah, that's that helps. Going too deep, finally, the offensive line positions all the way across the board, yeah, that's certainly going to help as well. But this is a type of team that Mike Gundy, I think, has always kind of wanted, right? He's always fancied himself as more of a running style of guy. He has said it 100,000 times. He even makes jokes about how he had the greatest job in all of college because all he had to do was turn around and hand the ball off to Barry Sanders and Thurman Thomas and watch them do work. So even though we look at it as maybe a tongue-in-cheek type of thing, it's, it's inherently probably true. He would love nothing more than that, than to be able to you know, rush the ball very successfully. So is Alan Bowman going to have a good year? I believe so. I believe that our offense is going to help. I believe our system is going to help. I believe the O-line is going to help. I, I believe that our running for over 4.5 to 4.6 yards of carry is certainly going to help. I think all of these things definitely, definitely play a factor, right? But at the end of the day, what quarterback could and should maybe take the world by storm? I don't know what's happening here. There we go. Oh, my lanta. All right. Technical difficulties. No big deal. Y'all know that I have a very high affinity for Garrett Rengel. Not just because he put in 17 pounds, put on 17 pounds in the offseason. Not just because he improved his 40 time. Not just because he got significantly better at some of the out routes, right? Some of the, the concepts that he's looking at. Not because he was the most consistent all of spring. But because of the film, right? And the willingness to put in the work. The willingness to take on a challenge because guys it's transfer season all the time now. And so we all know that most places Garrett Rangel would have left as soon as he found out that Alan Bowman was coming in to potentially be the guy, but he didn't because he knows what he can be. He knows what he can do. People are sleeping on Gunnar Gundy. We all know that, or at least a lot of us know that. Is he going to set the world on fire? Maybe, probably not, but he's good enough to win games at this level 100%. All right, so who's the guy that not everybody's been talking about? Well, that would be Zane Flores. And not not that he doesn't get talked about, but this spring was kind of quiet. There's a lot of people that thought that Zane Flores would come in and instantaneously win the job. Now, I'm not one of those people, and most likely you're not one of those people, but I kind of get it, right? And, and now, you, now you're seeing why. So he was just recently awarded um, part of the NFF 2023 Team of Distinction. Now, they had over 3,000 players across the country uh, that were part of this, right, that were eligible for this. National Football Foundation and College Hall of Fame team of distinction. And out of the almost 3,500, you know, between 3,000, 3,500 scholar athletes nationwide, 79 players made it. And our, our new quarterback is one of them. 
It's an initiative that allows a way for the top players in the country to be honored that are also part of the scholastic side of things, right? So it's not just just completely athletic ability, but clearly that's what puts people on the map. And so while he dominated at the high school level in so many capacities, he is now getting rewarded for that. And as part of all this, all of the honorees will uh, be part of like a permanent permanent display at the Chick-fil-A College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta. And their criteria is based on academic achievement, uh, obviously athletic accolades and things of that nature, community involvement, development within the community, and yourself as an individual athlete, helping your team, all of that fun jazz. And your guy... Our guy, Zane Flores, is one of those guys. The things that we hear out of the quarterback room right now could be misconstrued as Oklahoma State just doesn't have it. And if that is the the idea that some people have, you should embrace it. You should embrace it. And then after you embrace it, download FanDuel and uh, hammer the over. Hammer the over. But yeah, guys, there's a, there's a reason that the dude passed for darn near 10,000 yards in his high school career in Gretna, Nebraska. He went 30 and four. And he turned down Nebraska, Oregon State, K State, Pitt, Washington, KU. And then we all know kind of the story about Matt Rule coming after him hot and heavy in the end. So there's a segue right there. Do we have a Heisman quarterback on the roster? Probably not. Because there's, again, there's a lot of politics and stuff that do unfortunately go into it. And Oklahoma State doesn't typically uh, rank too high on the priority of the political list when it comes to the landscape of college football. It, it is what it is. But do we have some guys that have the potential? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, I know what Garrett Rangel can be. I think we all have a good idea of what Zan Flores can be. So the missing link here is Alan Bowman. Are we going to get the Alan Bowman that we saw in the spring? If so, we're going to have a good year, but it's, it's, it's the Cardiac Cowboys will be alive and well, for sure. But it can still absolutely be a W. It can be a win in the record books when you see the development of a Garrett Rengale. It can be a win in the record books when you see the development of Zane Flores. It will be a win in the record books if Alan Bowman is able to step out on the field without playing football in a little bit of time and being a first-team All-Big 12-er. That I could see happening. Is he going to chunk it all over the yard for a crap ton of yards? Probably not. But that's, I think, because of the systematic design of our offense now. We don't need somebody chunking it, chunking it, chunking it all the daggone time. But I really like what I'm seeing. And I I like the development that we're hearing about Alan Bowman at the moment. If he can get rid of the picks, I mean, everybody knows what he can do. Everybody knows how he can throw the ball. So if we know we got him right here, right now, and we know that we're in a pretty good spot moving forward with Garrett Rengel, and Zane Flores is 
as advertised thus far. Malak A. Smith has to be the next one in line. 6'4", 220, out of uh, Jupiter Sierra High School. It's the same high school Tom Brady attended. Athletically, he fits. Stylistically, if you go back and look at some of the older Oklahoma State offenses, he fits. We don't need a Spencer Sanders running around all the daggone time. If you've got a good running game, you've got a good O-line, got a good quarterback, got good wide receivers, got good depth, it sorts a lot of that out for you. And I think we all, well, okay, maybe not all, a good portion of us love watching Spencer Sanders play the game of football. But we all know he relied too much on his legs, which is exactly why, you know, we, we kind of got into a little bit of the John Rice Plumley for UCF conversation with the sons of UCF yesterday. And athletically, yeah, he's got it. He's got every tool in the book. But crunch time, when it matters, can he drop dimes, right? And, and that was something that we knew was going to be a little bit of a struggle at times with Spencer, just like we knew the electrifying stuff he was going to do was also going to be pretty cool. So it's like finding a happy medium. And if this new offensive system is successful, Malake Smith should be one of the guys in waiting. I know that BYU is very, very high on his list. But I also know that he's got offers from all over the country. Miami, Washington State, Washington. Um, obviously, he's got several Big 12 schools, including Oklahoma State, Baylor, BYU, Utah. I mean, you could say Colorado Big 12 school, but we won't do that quite yet. But yeah, I mean... You know, prototypical size, prototypical build, picture Mason Rudolph. Athletically, obviously, he does offer more than Mason, but he's here to sling the rock. And when you look at the places that he's already turned down, he's clearly looking for a specific fit. And we've talked about all year, the KISS method, keep it simple, stupid. That mentality that we've adopted this year, it can become infectious. And if it is infectious, it can reach somebody like Malake Smith. And if I'm Malake Smith's parents, I mean, it really looks like it's down to Oklahoma State, BYU. It really does. Arizona, Arizona State, Cal, Cincy, Colorado, Kentucky, Louisville, Miami, Michigan State, Mizzou, NC State, San Diego State, Utah, Washington, Florida State, Washington State. He's got it all. He's got all the offers. So if it's really, basically, Oklahoma State and BYU, this season, the wait-and-see idea, I'm okay with that, especially from Locke Smith. Because let's just wait and see how good this offense is going to be. Let's just wait and see if we can rush for 4.5, 4.6 yards of carry and still be able to throw for – Darn, darn near 3,000 yards. Don't know. We know it has been done. We know people have done it. But again, if you go back and look at some of the Mason Rudolph film and, and some of the heavier sets, anytime we were in 11 personnel, 12 personnel, not quite 13 personnel, but you get the picture. You can see 
what we're trying to get to again now. And if we're successful in it, again, we don't need a Spencer Sanders. We don't need somebody running around for their life 24-7. Can Zane Flores run a little bit? Yeah. Can Garrett Rangel run a little bit? Yeah. Can Alan Bowman actually run a little bit? Yeah. Are they going to blow you away? Probably not. Are they going to do enough to get first downs, move the chains, win games? I think so. But just like anything in life, only, only that fun little thing called time will tell. But this is a, a sought-after kid, and we've got the, the Benny Tonga type of connection here. So really it comes down to what is he looking to get out of his college career? Probably going to end up in the same conference. So you're either going to be playing with us or against us. You have options all over the country. That's true. But you know where you need to be. And quarterbacks is a position we all know. You're one injury away from needing more. You're one catastrophic injury away from needing all of them. So kind of like linebacker, kind of like corner, kind of like safety, the more the merrier, right? You can't have too much talent in one place at one time. I mean, you can, but if the team concept is always shining through, the character, the cowboy culture, the way, if that's shining through, then it, it won't matter. But anyways, that's all we got for this one. Um, sorry, the lighting and stuff was a little wonky. Um, yeah, been up since 5 a.m. Just got home. Baseball tournaments are amazing. I love them, but they are draining. I will say that. So, guys, let me know what you think about the live format. Um, I didn't see any comments come through, but I very well may could be. I might be on the wrong box. It's very possible. But let me know. Should I throw in some of these lives every now and again just to kind of keep everybody on their toes and see how I format a show regardless of um, of what it looks like? Let me know down in the comments section. But uh, until then, that's all we're going to have for this one, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. All righty. As always, I love you. God bless. Go Pokes. And until next time. All right, y'all. Later.